Hey, it's Eric Hulkerin, and on this episode of the podcast, we're talking to Chris Chandler. He's the executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, the LPGA event, which obviously has changed in light of a global pandemic. We're going to talk to him about all of the changes and what you can expect starting today on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by following them at Dow GLBI. And without further ado, Chris Chandler, executive director on the Michigan's Best Podcast. Chris, how are you, my friend? Hey, good, Eric. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. So uh, some big happenings this week. The Great Lakes Bay Invitational um, obviously is a little bit different this year than last year. And before we talk about what's different, I want you to talk through all of the amazing things you guys were able to do in 2019 because... It is nothing short of amazing. So can you talk about the ramp up to the the first event and kind of all of the stuff that happened around it? Yeah. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Kind of a crazy year. Uh, got some virtual events happening next week. But last year was, um, I mean, really nothing short of incredible. Uh, obviously, we hired a good team with Octagon and it had a lot of folks come together, um, especially in the community. I mean, we had over 250 community partners being a part of this one single event. We had plus events happening that week. Over 35,000 fans came out that week, uh, introduced over 5,000 kids in the game of golf, had 2,000 kids come through our STEM and sports center, uh, through a two-day food festival in downtown Midland um, that many were calling uh, you know, the best food festival that's happened in the region. Um, called Eat Great. Uh, so just, you know, tons of great things that happen. And then, you know, the I think the culmination was in uh, November uh, when we were down in Naples at the CME Tour Championship. They uh, get together all their LPGA partners for the end of the year kind of meetings and and uh, awards ceremonies and all that stuff. And when we were down there and we took home uh, four awards, um, including the LPGA Tournament of the Year, uh, in our first year, uh, that had never been done. And they were almost hesitant to, to even give it to us in, in a sense that they were, you know, they were telling us like, I mean, this like takes five to 10 years to build up to it. And you guys like just knocked it out of the park year one. And, you know, I think some of it had to do with, you know, our team up and, you know, the difference of the event and, you know, the, the social media stuff that we got all the players to do leading up to the event, you know, so it kind of just came together. And, you know, what's, what's really cool about the region is, you know, I think when we get good things like this and people, people see and realize that this is going to be something good for a long time. Uh, so many people latched on, you know, I mean, we had, we had over a thousand volunteers sign up uh, nine months in advance of the event. We had, we were actually sold out <laughs> uh, with, with volunteers wanting to help. And, you know, the 250 plus community partners around the board, over $500,000 given back to charity in the region, um, $12.7 million economic impact. I mean, you just, it goes on and on. And we're just going to be more proud of everybody that was a part of it and came out and man, were we excited for a year or two, but you know, we're in a, in an interesting spot right now in the world. So we are. And before I ask you about that, I, I want to spend another couple minutes here on 2019, just because it's just a testament to how in, insanely amazing your team is. But for people who don't know, and, and I was having this conversation on Twitter earlier today about when somebody goes to YouTube and they watch a five minute video, they assume it took 15 minutes to make, right? They have no idea yeah, right. the work it takes to edit down a five, right? Yeah. We, we don't have to talk about this in, in minute detail, but just for someone who has no idea what it takes to do what you rattled off in the last minute and a half, like, 
how how long are you building this thing before it launches in 2019? Like, what is the scope of all of those pieces and parts and getting them together and making them work in harmony in order to have this incredible event that you win the Tournament of the Year award your first year out? Yeah, yeah, no, hey, great question. Uh, um, and I love talking about it because it was it was really it was truly fun uh, to be a part of it, and I was I was privileged to you know be one of the leaders on the team here and. Uh, but really discussions around this started in 2016, really escalated in 17. And that's when we, so in 2017, uh, we started having serious discussions with the LPGA on what this would look like, what it would be. Um, and that's actually started interviewing, uh, some different agencies to come in and figure out who was going to help us operate it as well. So, uh, we had um, kind of started then and then uh, got an agency, Octagon, on board. Obviously, they're a global sports marketing organization. I think they run 10 uh, um, golf professional golf events, eight other LPG events. And, uh, you know, the start, it, it's, I mean, kind of just like anything, you got to form a strategy and objectives and look at, you know, what are we trying to achieve with this? What do we want to do? And from the beginning, everybody said this is going to be for the community. We want the community to get involved, be engaged. We want to give back. And uh, so that was the epicenter of everything. And so, um, you know, we, we have a, a, a strategy and, and some things in place that every, every decision we make, we stick to that and look and say, hey, is this, is this going to help build community? Well, we, it's really boils down to two, two words, build community. And if the answer is yes, then we say awesome. And if the answer is no, then, hey, maybe that's not for us. Um, and I think we have a, a really um, an awesome team and um, acute sense on uh, the experience all the way around. And we purposely put plans in place years in advance for everything that was going to happen from an experience standpoint. So if you're a consumer coming to the event, we had an experience plan for you parking your car, getting on the bus, coming to the event, going to bathrooms, buying beers, going through the ticket stalls, all of that. If you were LPGA players, we had an experience model for you. If you were a caddy, if you were the, uh, the golf channel that came in, if you were one of our suppliers or vendors, our sponsors, partners, Pro-Am, everything that happened, we outlined that and walked through the entire experience for everybody. And I think really paid off in the end was that when the golf channel came here, when the LPGA came here, when the players came here, I mean, we did for the players that had never been done before in history. And to me, it, it kind of baffles me, and it was kind of easy stuff. But what we did and spent 2018 doing was going to all of the other LPGA events. I went to uh, probably 10 to 15 other events and kind of took notes and lo looked at what we like, what we don't like. And we came back and said, hey, look, it, we could do this better. We like this from here, but we could do it better in this way. And so for the players, for example, I mean, we partnered with a local laundry service and provided free laundry for the players for the week. So they could bring their stuff in. They're on the road 52 weeks a year. They could drop it off. We would laundry their service, their clothes for them for free. Uh, at the Midland Country Club, we have an awesome facility there. We offered them free use of the gym downstairs. We offered them free uh, use of the spa with manicures and pedicures and facials and all that stuff. We gave the caddies access to uh, the golf simulator room downstairs. So just kind of like some unique, fun experience stuff that, um, you know, you just sometimes don't see at other events. I mean, for fans, uh, if you were out there on Saturday, it was 90 plus degrees. We gave away free ice cream from the cottage creamery. 
uh, on course, you know, so just little things like that, that went a long way and stuck with the LPGA and they were like, wow, these guys, uh, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> which, which is amazing. And the reason I asked you that question, right, is because when these, these events come off and they look like they're easy, there's always, like I say, there's always some Harry Potter magic in the background that makes that stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just wanted you to have the opportunity to kind of walk through <laughs> some yeah, of, yeah. of those, you know, incantations that, that make that magic happen. Uh, so, Obviously, as you said a minute ago, we're in a different space now, and um, you guys are launching a week's worth of events that happen starting on Sunday, July 12th, and go through the 18th. What can they expect to see over the course of the week? Let's talk through that. And then I want to ask you kind of, again, putting your team, you know, testing them under, you know, a live fire drill. What was this like creating a virtual event once this was canceled? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously with all the success year one, uh, it was really hard to cancel a year or two, you know, you kind of feel like you lose some momentum, um, you know, after such a big year one, and we had a lot of plans in place to grow some things and, and new experiences on site and all of that. And so we just, we just, at the end of the day, looked at it as an opportunity to, um, you know, keep the, the team up spirit alive, GLBI alive in any way that we could. We said, hey, we've, we've got access to these players. The LPGA was on board with helping us coordinate some of this stuff. And so what we've got next week is really a lineup for people to join in and, and have some fun and engage with some LPGA players. Um, you know, we, we actually created a documentary uh, on Suzanne Pedersen uh, that will be airing on Sunday on CBS at 2.30 and then on Monday at Golf Channel uh at 11 a.m and then uh we've got engagements with uh players um on wednesday and thursday evenings uh six o'clock both evenings we've got our champions calling in on wednesday uh with uh karen supples from the golf channel uh and uh, special guest jim fitterling our chairman and ceo of dow is going to join that call and then on thursday uh, we've got one of the teams uh the other teams joining in Catherine kirk and amy olson and uh, they're going to do another Q&A hosted by uh, the Golf Channel's Jerry Fultz. And again, Jim Fitterling is going to join that. Uh, so just some fun ways to, uh, to engage people. We've got a bunch of social contests happening. Um, we've got some uh, fun announcements that are going to be happening with our Eat Great uh, Food Festival brand, too. So I think the biggest thing is just to encourage people to tune in to our social channels and follow along. And uh, we've even got some uh, gifts and prizes that will be handed out. So uh, some fun engagement stuff there. Chris, if people want to follow along, what's you know walk through the the litany of tags that they should be following? Yeah, for GLBI, it's simple. It's at Dow GLBI, and for Eat Great, it's at Eat Great Festival. Um, those are all on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Awesome. And for people who may not be as familiar with the Great Lakes Bay Invitational because they're on the west side of the state or, or maybe they haven't experienced any of the LG, LBGA uh, events, can you talk them through what the, the Eat Great Festival is? Because it seems like a super cool thing that I'm sure people will be very into this week. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, um, it was fun putting this one together last year. So this is like an additional special event that we created as part of the GLBI brand. And and really the idea behind Eat Great was um, we saw an opportunity to highlight the uh, culinary in the in the region um, and kind of bring all of our restaurant partners together. Uh, so we created a food festival. We had uh, about 60 regional vendors. Uh, that's restaurants, food trucks, uh, wineries, breweries, 
uh, all come together on Main Street in Midland. We put up a bunch of tents. We had live music, experiential stuff. We had a giant rock wall there. Uh, and we just we put on a food festival for two nights, closed down the streets and uh, different restaurants. And, and people came out and just had a great time. And uh, so we were looking to build on that this year. Um, we had actually had lined up some national acts uh, coming in for Eat Great. We we're going to do it in downtown Bay City. The idea of this is that it's a regional food uh, brand. And so we're not going to do this in Midland every year. Uh, we, so we're going to do this in Winona Park, Bay City, downtown. And uh, um, yeah, it's just a, a really good way to, to uh, highlight restaurant partners and get people out out eating and participating in, in some of the local businesses there. My last question before I let you go is, how are you doing, right? You, you have this successful event in 2019. This gets canceled and you've got to change it into a completely different thing. Like, how are you feeling right now? How are you and your team doing? Well, right now we're really excited for next week, uh, you know, to kick off all of these, all of these virtual events. But I'll tell you over the last, uh, um, you know, three, four months since the middle of March, uh, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, at the beginning, you know, we were very positive. Oh, this will only be a month or two. And then, you know, you, you got to keep planning. You can't, you can't stall out. And, sure. uh, but then, you know, it kind of kept, things kept going and getting worse. And so obviously there was a lot of roller coaster emotions there and a lot of tough, tough conversations and decisions all the way around with, you know, our, our partners and sponsors and in the LPGA. And, you know, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll admit, Hey, there were some sad days in there for sure. Uh, uh, but, you know, we, we always look at the bright side and, and took it as an opportunity to, uh, to continue to tell the story. And so, you know, I think the, the Octagon team has been awesome and stepping up and saying, Hey, uh, you know, we will, uh, we'll put together a really awesome schedule events virtually uh, we'll do this. And then, uh, you know, in two weeks, we'll get to plan 21 again. So I think everybody right now, the ultimate, we're excited and uh, hopeful that people uh, tune in and get to listen to uh, some kind of behind the scenes perspectives from uh, some of these LPGA players. And they're going to talk about their experiences in the region and what they went through with the GLBI and the, the team format and stuff. So it should be uh, should be some fun, uh, fun content. Chris Chandler, executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. My friend, go and have a wonderful, relaxing last 20 hours before you, you launch into this week of events. And please, please, please come back so we can talk about 2021 when you guys uh, are back doing something in person. Hey, sounds great. We'd love to. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate you guys and all you do there. And there he goes. That's Chris Chandler, executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. As uh, we were talking about, everything kicks off today, July 12th, and runs through the 18th. You can get the entire list of events on the website, which is DowGLBI.com, or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at DowGLBI. As always, I am Eric Hulkren, and this is the Michigan's Best Podcast.